No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. podcast contains mature content the views and opinions expressed by the coast are not necessarily those of the host Listener's discretion is advised ladies and gentlemen the smack and raw podcast episode 199 i am your host the warden mad ritter back after his birthday not phil is the Pornhub poppy daddy dog out of himself vince what's going on phil is home yeah because apparently home. that's my fucking name matt dude <laughs> <laughs> no idea of why that happened how that ha- i had a bad week last week with names like i had yeah a no 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 it, it's totally fine i didn't take it any kind of way and it's just it was kind of funny because in high school i had a friend of mine that would call me phil because i love cm punk and he loved edge so i would call him adam and he called me phil so it totally fucking worked for whatever reason okay so- i'm glad it worked but that's fucking weird i it, it was weird he started doing it so then i called him adam you know it was just kind of like it was a weird thing. It was a like, weird. Thing. I love Stone Cold and Travis loved The Rock, but he didn't call me Steve, and I didn't call him Dwayne. Like, <laughs> it would have been funny though. It would have been funny if you started calling him Dwayne. Matter of fact, please on the two hundredth episode, call him Dwayne just to throw him off. Well, we did not come alone. From the pits of Pennsylvania, a host who goes by many names, including KDW. The Kinder Caretaker, the Godmother, and her hoe train. Do not call her Katie Vick. She is the revolving door through which you can see the third rock from the sun from the Smacked Raw podcast. Katie, Katie, baby. Hey, bae. Wow. I have, I have my own theme music now. <laughs> well, I switched it up. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I did it the last time you were on too, because I have to uh, one up, you know, the yin or the yang to your yin, the other half of the IWC. Of course. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that the first time you brought that up on this? What are you talking about? The IWC is the internet you're... wrestling community, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Fair. All right. I'm completely lost. I'm just watching everything. That As you should be. That is the way I like it. I try and keep people lost. And yet somehow people always find out the intricacies of the jokes that I make and all the inside stuff that I just try and keep between me and a couple other people. It always gets ruined, like kinder care or kinder. Well, like that's just my last name that now, now the whole world knows. And you know what else the whole world knows that it is pride month. And we are proud to have you here as a representative because you just recently did a very brave thing and came out. And as you Mm -hmm. know, everyone, all of your friends here on Twitter from the Smack Raw podcast from Young Kings Wrestling and us here at Smack and Raw, we're very supportive and proud of you for doing so and being so brave. So we're happy to have you here for Pride Month. Thanks. 
I mean, it it wasn't like a plan to come out. I ended up going to Pride because that was last weekend. And I said, fuck it. I mean, I've known for a while and like some people knew it wasn't like public. I, I mean, Matt knew <laughs> like a few people did, no, but me, I never was just like adamant about it. I was going to say you, me and Reek, uh, after one of the podcasts, we had a talk and you would let us know that you were by and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we didn't care. like for me, love is love, like love who you want, how you want, whatever way you want. Like, I don't discriminate. I support the LGBTQ plus community in all shapes and forms. Like, do you do what makes you happy? You know, as long as mm-hmm. you're not an asshole, as long as you're not a racist, as long as you're not a piece of shit, like, just mm-hmm. do your do your thing and be happy. That's all I want. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even find out. I'm finding this out as we're doing the podcast because I haven't been on social media whatsoever. So, wow, this is this. You run our <laughs> fucking Instagram. What hey. have you been doing? Like, that's all you've got to do to promote the show is do the IG. That's it. That's and that's what I do. I do like a weekly post to promote the newest episode. I'll put like a meme or something that you shared on the Instagram page. And that's about it. I get you and out. need to do better. I need you hammering that Instagram out. I got to hammer it. I almost got us 5K followers on Twitter. Which is very, very good. It took me four years, but well, probably less than four years. Because just so everyone knows, uh, one of the other reasons that Katie is here is just in case she cannot make it next week for our 200th episode because she is going on vacation. Uh, We wanted to give her a chance to be here and celebrate with us just in case. But uh, next Friday is our 200th episode. And coincidentally... Wednesday will be the four-year anniversary of the very first episode we recorded, and then the 21st will be the four-year anniversary of when our first episode was released. So we're coming up on our four-year anniversary along with our 200th episode. Really cool week here at the Smack and Raw podcast, at least for me, because I was here for all of it. Everyone else just kind of comes and fucking goes. (laughs) I'm just happy to be involved. Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to try my damnedest to be on the 200th episode because that was originally the plan because you told me it was supposed to be this week first and then you forgot how to count and then... Yeah, I don't know how to read a calendar. The fuck? I told everyone <laughs> this week and then I had to go back and tell everyone, oh, hey, I fucked up because Vince let me know, like, hey, you're an idiot and didn't read the calendar right. That was Rake, actually. I don't want to take credit for that. Rake is the like the one person that likes to pinpoint your mistakes and... He does it for me, too. Social media. Yeah, he does it all over the place. He likes to call me out because I don't know how to count either. So it's fine. That, that's okay. I gave Katie a better intro than he has so far. So that's very true. That's very true. Suck it, Reek. <laughs> um, speaking of Reek and Young Kings Wrestling, as always, guys, we ask you guys to go support Young Kings Wrestling with their merch over at whatamaneuver.com. The link is at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. It is my pinned tweet. It'll get you over there to get those awesome Black Lives Matter shirts in the NWO style. I know that TC has been talking about releasing an NWO Wolfpack one, which means I will be getting another one. I know Vince has got hoodies. Katie, you got shirts. I got shirts. And all of that money that we donated and everyone else that supports them, donates, goes into a fund that is then distributed for a good cause and put directly into the hands of the people affected by tragedy. Um, So it's not going to make videos. It's not going to you know, people's pockets. It's going directly to the families that are affected by these tragedies. So please go support them and get yourself a badass shirt while you're at it. Um, they ask Man. you to do it every week. And Black Lives still matter. I don't know if you knew that, but they do. Yeah. They do. 
Definitely. I mean, it's getting hot out. Might as well go ahead and cop like the tank top thing. Yeah, get yourself a tank it. top. I mean, I don't have the muscles or the body for it, but maybe I can build a summer body for it. Uh, it's a little late to build a summer body for the summer. <laughs> it's literally summer, Vince. <laughs> for next summer. I'm, I'm starting a year in advance. I'm going to have to get a second one so I can cut the sleeves off it for the summer. And then there I can post-workout pics like Reek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm here trying to like look like Bobby Lashley with the suits and stuff. I'm trying to. Trying. Keyword is trying. Oh, he's getting there. <laughs> I can't wait till he's here next week. I'm just going to let him lay into you. I hope I get to at least witness the. That doesn't sound consensual. I don't approve, I don't approve of that. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> well, let's get into news and rumors this week. Uh, first and foremost, Twitter's fucking stupid. So Vince asked me like right when he got on the call, how you feeling about Tommy end? And you know, it's been a week and I'm like, dude, I was, I was fine with it last week. Like I, I was excited for his future. All these rumors that WWE might bring him back are pissing me off. But what pissed me off more than anything is all of you people on the internet that got mad at him for his experience and sharing his experience in the WWE and not being upset about it. Like that you weren't mad that he was, that you were mad that he wasn't mad like that. He enjoyed, genuinely enjoyed his experience in the WWE Mm -hmm. and was happy for everything. And then you guys got all pissed off. I'm like, the fuck? Didn't that start from Carl Anderson, too, just saying, like, enough with, like, the thank you WWE man you got released? Fuck Machine Gun Carl Anderson and that bullshit. Like, again, I just want people to be happy and do them. If that's how Tommy End wants to address his career, cool. If Carl Anderson wants to be like, fuck WWE, they're pieces of shit, cool. I'm not one of those people that's like, no, you shouldn't say that, or no, you shouldn't do this. You should. uh... Tommy didn't want to burn bridges. That's probably what it was. Like, he wanted to make sure that should he want to go back, or WWE offered that, like, there weren't any burnt bridges. He was good to go back. He enjoyed his time there. I'm sure he wanted to finish some shit. So, like, let him do his thing. Yeah, for sure. And then, again, like, it didn't go according to plan. But maybe he was just very optimistic about it. Maybe he did have people in his corners. Like sometimes you could be in a shitty job, but like like the coworkers and like the staff you're working with, mm-hmm. and just acknowledge that yeah, things weren't handled as best they could. But I enjoyed my experience there, nonetheless. It wasn't the best, but I enjoyed my experience. I can personally say that myself. So you know, more power to him. You know, if he it also too, it doesn't really help to be kind of bitter or upset about a situation. It's gonna make yourself worse. Just just kind of like accept things where they're at, just be at peace with it and you'll be, be better off. Also, what part of what you've seen from Alistair Black and his demeanor in interviews and things like that made you think like he was going to be the guy that was going to come out and shit on WWE? Like no. he always seems a really relaxed, like Zen, chill fucking guy. Like he's got a hot mm-hmm. wife. He's doing the thing that he loves. Exactly. Like he doesn't really give a fuck. Like he's mm-hmm. going to go wrestle. He knows his self-worth. He knows he's going to find a place to go do what he loves. So if WWE doesn't want to let him do it, he'll just go somewhere else and do it. Like he just wants to wrestle. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be I'd be chill too if I looked like a total badass like him and I had a hot wife like Selena Vega. You know, like he's living the life. He's winning in the life, honestly. And also too, I remember way back when when he first went up to main roster, him like cleaning the locker room or whatever, and then Roman had to go up to him and be like, "No, you don't have to do that kind of stuff." Like he just kind of has like this mentality where he like paying his dues and has respect for the people that have been there longer than him, even though he's been wrestling longer than guys like Roman. 
you so know, I didn't, he just comes off as a respectable guy. I didn't think about it until you said it, but that's probably why I'm so chill is because I look like a total badass and have a hot wife as well. So <laughs> there you go. Sense. Um, Shotzi Blackheart is hurt. So uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Giant Gonzalez, uh, smash her up, smash her around, and now she is out injured, um, probably to write her off TV for this injury um, if we want to peel back the curtain a little bit. Um, I'm sad that I'm not going to see Shotzi, but I am super excited for when she returns. Mm-hmm. She's going to get one hell of a pop, at least for me. Um, so get better, Shotzi. We love yeah. you. I sure. miss the tank. Uh, I miss the tank. They announced that SummerSlam is going to be in Vegas, and TC is doing his damnedest to try and get a party out there in Vegas. I unfortunately will not be able to go because uh, my wife has let me know that while she loves me and trusts me, she does not want me alone uh, in Vegas while she stays at home with the baby. And I do not blame her, given my track record. Uh, not in our relationship, just in general. In general? Just in general. I've heard the track record. I understand. I have yet to hear this track record. Well, that's either. because you left. So, like... That's me, I, need, I need sleep, damn it. You left for oh, story sleeps time. sleeps for the week, Vincente. It's your fault. You left for story time. You missed out on all of it. Yeah, you did. Um, I'm a much better person now, but also I would not want to go to Vegas without my wife and just leave her home with the baby. That's not fair to her. So I will not be going to SummerSlam in Vegas. Um, Leo Rush retired. He literally just, I believe, signed a contract with New Japan, uh, had his debut in the Double or Nothing Casino Battle Royal. And then, uh, yeah, I guess there was an injury. Nothing really serious, but kind of scared him. And I guess he decided he'd rather stay home and spend time with his family and, you know, not kill himself so he is officially retired for now we know how retirements go in wrestling but for now i mean he's still relatively young he's like 26 i wouldn't be surprised to see him in like five years time well that's what i'm saying like he retired for now like for now he he's taking a break wants to heal up do whatever and i support that um just crazy that like after all this time he's finally getting somewhere and then it's like well hit the brakes yeah um Last but not least, and probably the biggest news we got all week, Mickey James will be executive producing an NWA all-women's pay-per-view. And I want to advocate to everyone listening to this podcast to buy this pay-per-view. And this is why. Do not illegally stream it unless you absolutely do not have the means to pay for this pay-per-view. But we need to support this idea and these women. So by purchasing the pay-per-view, reputably they get the views they get the money and it will prove wwe wrong who repeatedly told mickey james that all women's pay-per-views don't sell that evolution had the lowest uh was the lowest watch pay-per-view in wwe history which i don't believe like um show wwe that women's wrestling which also triple h had some comments about this week that people were not happy about um is a viable option and people will watch an all women's pay-per-view. And the only way to do that is to actually purchase the pay-per-view. If you watch it illegally, they're not going to see the views. They're not going to get the revenue. Uh, it's, it's not supporting the idea. So please go. If you have the means support this, uh, buy this pay-per-view, I'm sure it'll be damn good. I am on Twitter trying to push for Camille versus Britt Baker versus Deanna Perrazzo as the main event. Cause I think that would be an awesome, main event with all three women's champions from three companies coming together and beating the living shit out of each other. So um yeah, definitely check that out. And I'm excited for that. That's really fucking cool. That sounds really fun. 
Like I honestly loved Evolution, and here in Chicago we have uh, Rise Women's Wrestling and Shimmer Wrestling, which is a full on like women's wrestling promotions. Which you've seen people like Ruby Wright come in, Shayna Baszler, and others just go through Chicago. So I love, I love it. I've always been a big fan of women's wrestling, and if I don't have to work that day, then I'll definitely go ahead and fork over my money for that pay per view. Yeah, I believe it's at the end of August, so I'm really hoping that it coincides with the end of the 90-day clauses, especially for, like, Ruby Riot. Um, yes. I don't know if Lana will compete, but maybe Santana Garrett, um, so that we can get these women on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be awesome. I know the Iconics will be ready to go at that point. Yeah. Um, obviously, Mickey. So I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what they put on. It'll be the first NWA pay-per-view I've ever purchased, and Same. I'm doing it specifically for women's wrestling. So uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just hope they don't do something stupid like go ahead and like bring a, a certain like daughter of Tully Blanchard in there and try to like do that. I hope they don't do that though. I mean, I haven't heard anything about her. You know, Tessa's name has not come up or been on the radar in a long time. I have no idea where she is or what the fuck she's doing, but she's not working with Impact. She's not working with AEW. She's not working, you know, Japan. She's not working anywhere. Yeah, so. So don't put that evil out in the universe, Vince. The fuck? I'm just saying. I'm sorry. If it happens, I'm blaming Vince. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. Okay, fine. I'll take it, that blame. Uh, it'll be like reverse Seamus. Reverse mm-hmm. Seamus. Yeah, where Vince called Seamus mid at best, and then Seamus basically wiped his dick with Vince's face. And now, <laughs> you know, Vince is, Vince is a Seamus stand. Now he's gonna put I mean, that. That'll happen when the dick gets wiped all over your face. You know, like that's that's just a thing that happens. Um, I've never had a dick wiped on my face, <laughs> and I guarantee if I did, I would not sub immediately. You would if it was Alistair. No, no, I wouldn't. Stop it. I would not. That's cat. No. That's cat. I mean, I stand Alistair without having him wipe his dick on my face. If he did, him and I might have some problems. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Katie, where do you want to start? Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or AEW? We can do AEW if you want because uh, Vince didn't watch it, so it'll just be you and me. And then uh, Vince kind of chimed uh, in. I had it playing, actually, because I found out that it was like right after SmackDown, so I immediately turned to TNT on Dynamite. Oh, shit. And I wasn't paying attention to most of the matches because I was doing <laughs> some cleaning. Sounds like <laughs> But I, I got it like enough to like be able to like add to this at least more than katie added to that horror uh, podcast oh now we're taking shots yeah. <laughs> how fucking dare say, you if you're gonna take shots take shots at me i'm the one that called you out for not watching AEW the last two weeks and I, I know i know shots are being thrown in all directions anyway katie where would you like to go um well let's start with smackdown because i didn't get to watch it because i was packing because i leave in like two and a half hours Jesus, okay the commitment <laughs> Hopefully we get this podcast done before we got to leave. Um, oh yeah, we'll be fine. We kick it off with Roman and the Usos and more of their drama. Uh, I'm not going to get into specifics because I'm sure this is something we'll swallow and then we'll talk more about it. Uh, we got KO, Big E defeating Sami Zayn and Apollo. Then Apollo challenges KO and Big E to a rematch next week without Sami. Says Sami's the reason they lost. Sami runs his mouth, gets a Nigerian nail, and next week we're going to get KO and Big E versus Sami or versus Apollo and General Aziz. Uh, Chad got the tag match canceled, tells Street Profits, hey, you know, it's cool, everything's fine. 
Uh, they talk a little bit of shit about Otis. Chad's like, all right, well, if you're going to talk shit about my friend, let's do a singles match. Dawkins and Ford argue. Ford gets the match. Uh, no tag partners at ringside. And then as Gable's walking away, he says, by the way, Otis is still angry. Um, more Uso stuff. Carmella, who is apparently the most beautiful woman in WWE, loses to Liv Morgan, but is still the most beautiful woman in WWE. Uh, we got a ding dong hello segment with Seth and Bailey. They talk about Belanca and laugh. Bailey taking over the Thunderdome and laugh. Cesaro being hurt and laugh. Then Cesaro shows up, rings the doorbell, whoops Seth's ass. Go check out my Twitter. I put an awesome post up. It's also on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. See, um, I'm active. Seth loses the tuxedo match. Uh, he is stripped down to his. I guess they're not tidy whities uh, his briefs. Um, and then as Bailey's trying to salvage the wreckage, Bianca comes out and just laughs at Bailey. Um, we get a promo from Ray. He's very upset with Roman over Roman beating his child up, says he's going to call Roman out later tonight because uh, Roman hits kids. Uh, Ford defeats Gable by DQ. Otis takes out Dawkins backstage, then comes to the ring, causes the DQ, and beats the living shit out of the street profits with a new shaved face, which is scary as fuck to look at. Um, Corbin loses to Nakamura again. They fight over the crown again. Bugs gets the crown back for Nakamura again. And next week, apparently it's two to two. We are going to get a battle for the crown in the fifth and hopefully fucking final match. Uh, made by Sonya and Adam Pierce, who I guess are getting along again. So they just kind of dropped that whole like tension thing. And I'm not happy about it. Um, we get some more stuff with Jimmy J and Roman in the Usos locker room. And then uh, Ray calls Roman out, says he acknowledges that Roman is a rat bastard for various reasons. Ray wants to fight in hell in a cell attacks Roman with a kendo stick that he magically pulled out of his ass. Uh, Roman gets the better of him. Dom comes down. And gets murdered because Roman also murders children. He hits them and then murders them. Do not, I repeat, do not allow your make-a-wish child to request Roman Reigns to come visit because he does not give a fuck about these kids. <laughs> what would um, you guys like to swallow from SmackDown this week? Go ahead, Kitty. Um... <laughs> I mean, all the Bloodline stuff still, even if I don't watch it, it's still like the best thing in wrestling right now, especially for WWE's sake. So we got Roman basically shaming Jay about his brother saying, I know you fell in line. I know you know what's up, but does your brother know what's up? And then Jimmy comes out while they're sitting back there having this conversation and just starts running his mouth about how they were going to win the titles, which they weren't, by the way. They were about to lose. Romans saved their asses. And I want to be very clear on that, Jimmy. You were not winning those titles. You were about to lose, and Roman saved you. Neither here nor there. He blames Roman for their loss, says they were going to win, blah, 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 blah. Roman is not happy about this. Basically sends Jay to kind of go handle shit because uh, the family was embarrassed. Jay and Jimmy have a little back and forth where Jimmy's like, you thought we were going to win, right? Yeah. So why is he getting involved? Why is he ruining this for us? Blah, blah, blah. And basically 
Jey Uso is stuck in between his brother and his cousin as they fight for custody of Jey Uso. Where does his loyalty lie, with his brother or his cousin? With custody the man, of Jey Uso match at SummerSlam. That's what that's where we're going. Does does your loyalty lie with the man that you squeezed out of your mother's vagina with, or the man that beat you into submission and made you his bitch? What is stronger? Um, Jay comes back and tells Roman, Hey, I talked to Jimmy and Jimmy said, if you want to see him, you can see him in uh, our locker room. And then Roman laughs. And he's like, you mean Roman's cousin's locker room, <laughs> your locker room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Roman does go visit him, and then they fight and Jay gets mad because they're fighting over him. Uh, Roman cuts one hell of a promo and then he gets called out by Rey Mysterio. So no, the bloodline stuff, like you said, has been fucking fantastic. Like they've done a great job with this. Um, I love everything that Roman's fucking doing. Yeah. I I normally am like I, normally I'd be like, why are you involved in two feuds? Why do you have two? But like he's so good right now that I don't even care. Like continue to beat on the child and the father who's the size of a child while also fucking up your family. Like just fuck families up, Roman. <laughs> Seems to be his model right now. Yeah. Bama Dave was super mad that I referred to Dominic as a child last week. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, he was. So I'm going to continue to refer to Dominic as a child because I enjoy it. I, I, I mean, enjoy it's it. It, it's funny. I enjoy the narrative. I mean, Dominic's what, your age? You're, you guys are about the same age? I believe he's 24. Yeah, if he's 24, then yeah, I'm, I'm also 24. <laughs> so I, I don't necessarily view you as a child. Because um, mm-hmm. if I did, you wouldn't be on Pornhub right now. Um, that would be a problem. <laughs> but I enjoy the narrative of saying Roman beats up children, um, specifically one child, a child that we watched grow up, a child that we watched them fight for custody over, um, a child that we watched betray his father at one point and uh, run Daddy Guerrero. And uh, also, Young King's wrestling is very high on the fact that Rey Mysterio was still the worst father of the year. Um, and he's not doing any better. So. He let Dominic come out and get power bombed out of the fucking ring. Yo, this that was wild. He got yeeted. He got yeah, yeeted I caught that. out of the fucking ring. It was fantastic. One of the many few perks of being in the Thunderdome with no fans. I feel like yeah. you, you can't get away with that with fans. And mm-hmm. if if you want to go and take a shot at like the blood and guts match how the angle of the jericho fall versus the angle of this just the angle in general just makes it look oh yeah they yeeted him off screen so if there was a crash pad you couldn't see that he landed on a crash pad Mm -hmm. exactly they do that all the time with the thunderdome like throwing someone over the barricade they did it when they were in the pc with elias remember when elias fell from the fucking balcony and vince was like oh hey i'll do it and vince jumped off the fucking oh yeah on the crash pad yeah they do that shit it's all about yeah. camera angles. It's all about how you film it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So get better with the camera angles. What else are we swallowing from SmackDown outside of the bloodline and uh, the murder of children? Uh, I want to take a small little swallow of the Chad Gable uh, Montez Ford match because I thought that was a really good match. Chad Gable looked fantastic. Listen, the story's actually growing on me now. Like yeah. I, I'm with you. I'll swallow that whole thing because at first i didn't care it's like okay street profits and gable and otis this is stupid but they've told a really good story and it really baffles me how enjoyable two hours of smackdown can be yet how hard three hours of raw can be like 
at least if Raw gave me two good hours and the last hour was like fuck, but like all three hours of Raw are always really fucking hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but SmackDown for two hours outside of one or two things, like really fucking good. Like I, I'm basically gonna swallow this whole show, um, including this. And again, even though I don't like Otis's fucking face without a beard, like angry Otis <laughs> fucking up the street profits was great. Yeah. It was. I loved it. Yeah. I, thought it I thought he fucking looked like a badass. And he didn't look like a... like. I could actually take him seriously. Like, okay, he's a legit threat now. Mm-hmm. And he's shaking off a little bit of like that old like Otis and Tucker like tag team heavy machinery vibe he had. Yeah. Took him a minute, but he's finally shaking that off. I agree. Well, um, the Angle podcast tweeted out um, about how Otis is like a... Or Otis's last year has been like a drunken night out where like it starts out really nice like he won money in the bank everything was going good he had a girlfriend then he broke up with his best friend they fought he kind of disappeared for a little bit when he showed back up he had new friends he was really angry now he's just picking fights with people like it's like a drunken night out and i agree Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i'm also gonna swallow that ding dong hello segment because even though (laughs) bailey's laugh annoys me uh cesaro showing up at the door and seth's face and then having his pants ripped off him and fleeing in his briefs and also bianca coming out which some people didn't like this i enjoyed the shit out of bianca coming out and just laughing back at bailey and you know her wrecked set and all of that like giving it back to her because bianca's laugh isn't that annoying terrible cringe laugh that we get from bailey and even though we had to endure that and seth like the payoff of this segment was worth it. Mm. Nah, man, I'm spitting this. What? I'm I'm swallowing Cesaro's part in this whole segment, but everything else I'm spitting. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think it was good. Really? Even Bianca coming out. Even Bianca's like, it wasn't bad. It's just like it just like it just felt awkward. Like, like I just kind of put myself in the mode where it's like, if I was watching this with someone else, like let's say like a, like a friend. Or like a girl, like a girl, and I have to sit here and like explain to her like why she's laughing and why this is happening. I feel like the only interesting part would be Cesaro kicking ass. You literally only have to say because, I mean, Bianca showed, or I'm sorry, Bailey showed what happened with her and Bianca and why she was yeah. laughing. Seth showed what happened with him and Cesaro why they were laughing. So, if the girl that you have over after watching the two video packages still can't comprehend the nuances of a wrestling feud all you have to say is they don't like each other and that's yeah, I, all I, you I, need i don't know i kind of cringe watching it i, I was watching okay. it by myself but like i kind of cringed a little bit like the whole segment so i didn't personally like it okay i mean without that segment we would not have gotten that awesome tweet that i sent out yes yeah that's the only good thing okay um, are we swallowing anything else specifically from SmackDown? No. Nothing. No. You guys got any spits from SmackDown? Fucking Baron Corbin and Nakamura. Why is it still happening? Like, just do fucking King of the Ring already, please. I, I heard Vince- I heard Vince laugh, but uh, his screen froze, so I don't know if he... Oh, nope, he's back. Oh, oh there he is. Hi, Vince! Hola! <laughs> I've been here this whole time. It's just my internet. No, we heard you laugh. 
didn't see it. We heard so, it. Now, now I'm really glad I brought you on because his internet's getting all janky. So I know I and it's it usually was... mine. It's crazy. I know. I know. I wonder what's going on. I don't know. Maybe disconnect your phone from the Wi-Fi. Um, no, I'm with you on that. I have been saying that this feud over the crown has been dragging out. It does not look like we're going to get King of the Ring. And if we are not going to get King of the Ring, there is no point to fucking do this anymore. I don't need I don't need a best of five match with the final match being for the King of the Ring crown if there's no King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. This is just me make the fucking Just make the fucking tournament. Have it both brands have Xavier Wids win because he should, and then that'll be the end of it. No more King Corbin, no more well, of this bullshit. Uh, and there we go. Yeah, no, like I kind of feel like at this point you have to have Nakamura win because that's a little corrupt well, through the tournament. I so get it. But I also but WWE's yeah. stupid. So I, I understand wanting Xavier Woods to get his King of the Ring because that's all Xavier Woods wants. But that's literally all the man wants. Just give it to him, please. Fuck. I never give him anything he wants. He wanted to be the Black Power Ranger. They didn't give him that. He got to be the... Uh, no, he was the White Ranger, so... Uh, yeah, I could see WWE be like, he can't be black, but you can be white. No, no, I meant he wanted to be the Black Ranger in the the, the live-action Power Rangers movie that was released a few years back. Mm. He did get to be a character in Gears of War, but they never put him in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, I'm also... I like that Liv won, so I'm not really spitting this, but I do want to talk real quick about Carmella um, being the most beautiful woman in WWE. And I tweeted this out. I feel like Carmella is either bridging the gap between the current women's wrestlers that we have and the divas. She's leaning definitely farther into the divas category with her character work um, or with the return of Eva Marie, depending, like I'm going to hold off to see how she does on Monday night raw and if she can actually perform. But with Eva Marie coming back, with Carmella playing this character, with them getting rid of legit wrestler like Ruby Riot, I feel like we're regressing or devolving back towards the Divas era. And that's, especially with the NWA Women's Pay-Per-View, like, that's not fucking cool, WWE. Like, we didn't do all this fucking work to get here for you to be like, well, you know what? Let's go back to two-minute matches with no entrances. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go ahead into that extreme and say that they're diverging back to the divas era of things. I think there's a place for like those kind of wrestlers, along with like in ring tacticians, like like a Ruby Riot or like a Mickey James. I think there's like main rosters just gonna have a balance and mixture of everything. I think there's still plenty of talent on the main roster to say that no, they're not gonna go back there. Even just on SmackDown alone, you have Bailey, Bianca, Belair, even Liv Morgan's still pretty solid. Um, Natalia's still really good. Tamina's really good. Uh, who else is on SmackDown actually? Technically, Mia Yim's on SmackDown. She's a really good wrestler. And Sasha Mia Banks, Yim has not debuted on SmackDown. She does not count. And I also can't believe it took you this long to get to Sasha Banks. Yeah, I was trying to get to everyone but Sasha because I was I was trying to get to everyone in minus Sasha because mm-hmm. if I if mm-hmm. I close it off with Sasha then who the fuck nobody tops Sasha, so, but and then NXT too NXT still has the best women's division in the entire planet. I don't know if you were gonna say what I think you were gonna say, but if what just went through my head was what you were gonna say. No, I don't. Mm, I don't know. 
<laughs> anyway. I'm completely lost. No, no, I'm completely lost. No, it's okay. Vincente, no, no, you no. stay in the dark, baby. You stay you stay there. No, it's no, fine. No, no, no. I don't like being here. I don't like oh, shit. Don't shine a light upon me. What what the fuck? What <laughs> nah. Calm down, no, Alice Black. We'll knock on your door eventually. <laughs> All right. So I'm with you, Vince. Oh, I've always believed that there are room for divas and women's wrestlers and that both can exist in the same space. Um, but I don't trust that WWE is going to do that. They are very much one or the other. Mm-hmm. They're never really good at balance. You have seven women on the SmackDown roster, two of which are women's tag team champions and are not singles competitors. So yeah. that leaves you with five women on the roster. Liv Morgan is not in a place to challenge Bianca. She's Bianca's already beaten Sasha. She's already beaten Bailey. So that leaves Carmella. <laughs> That's it. And she beat Carmella. So yeah. basically Bianca has beaten every singles woman on SmackDown. The only women she has not beaten singles competition are Liv Morgan and then the women's tag team champions. So there's not depth there. There's none. She's been champion since WrestleMania. So what, three months? And she's ran through the entire SmackDown roster, basically. Well, there is no roster. That's the, that's that's the, the problem. Issue. Yeah, that's, that's the, the that's fucking the problem. problem. You know who should be on there is Sonya Deville. Like, get her ass on the ring, man. That's that's what they should be doing. But I've I've said this before. I love Sonya as like you know, Daddy Deville, like in power and everything. But like, put her back in the ring. Mm-hmm. I, she, I, I don't know if she wants to be back in the ring or not. I'm assuming if she wanted to be back in the ring, she would be back in the ring. She left yeah. on her own accord. She came back in this position. I'm assuming this is where she wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get to see her again. Yeah. See? Yeah. I mean, SmackDown could use it, even if it's just until this supposed draft that happens. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, she was good. And I hated that she left like that, but with all of the outside bullshit that was going on in her life, that may, it makes sense why she left. And now she's back. So I get it. Just a little sad. What's crazy is like, yeah, Raw has a slightly deeper women's roster, but I don't even feel like there's anyone in NXT that's really ready to come up. Like everyone's the only person would have been Io Shirai. And when we get to NXT, we'll talk about how, She's now embroiled in a feud, so we're not going to see EO come up to face Bianca. I'm like, actually glad that's not happening. Yeah, well. <sighs> Can't have everything, Vince. Can't have everything. Well, I had um, that. That's all I wanted. SmackDown overall, spit or swallow? No, swallow. Swallow SmackDown for sure. Yeah, I'll swallow SmackDown. If nothing Same else, here. for Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns in the video. So you just want to swallow Roman. I always want to as most that. people do. Yes. Exactly. Who wouldn't? You go on Twitter, everyone wants to swallow Roman. I think everyone should True. swallow Roman at least once a week. Uh, where are we going next? AEW, NXT, or Raw? Katie? Uh, let's just do AEW. Okay. Uh, we kick it off with Christian Cage defeating Angelico. Hardy attacks Cage. Uh, gets run off by Jungle Boy. Then we got Cody and Brock Anderson, the son of Arn Anderson. Uh, we'll be taking on the factory next week in a tag team match. Uh, QT interrupts the interview uh, when Cody says that a go-go beat him to clarify that he got the pinfall on his own. 
Um, QT wants Cody in front of a crowd in a strap match. And then again, to reiterate what I said on Twitter, uh, the only time I've seen two men rip their belts off that fast, someone got tag team, but it was not a wrestling match. Um, QT then whips Arn Anderson and gets tackled by Brock Anderson. I've got some thoughts on Brock Anderson that I don't know I really want to share, but he doesn't look like he's all there. Like, I don't know if it was he was shy because this was his first time on TV. He looked, he didn't know how to stand first off. Like he kept standing awkward with his hands on his hips and uh, he just, he didn't look comfortable in front of TV. He, his face looked like he wasn't really comprehending what was going on. He didn't say anything. Um, I don't know. Hopefully he finds uh, some personality and uh, some posture and shit. Um, because I was not like, that's not what I was expecting from Arn Anderson's son. The mm-hmm. first time he stepped in the ring, I was a little, uh, a little disappointed. Um, Pac, Penta and Kingston take on the Bucks and Cutler. It's an uneasy alliance. Uh, Gallows and Anderson cause a DQ. Then Kazarian comes out to make the save. Got a pinnacle promo. Uh, MJF says he's not going to wrestle Jericho. Talk shit about Sammy. Then the inner circle pop up, smash the Pinnacle's limo with sledgehammers, and Hanger rams it with a forklift, uh, destroying their car so they have to walk home or call Uber. Um, Darby begs Sting to stay home and let him have a handicap match, and Sting reluctantly agrees in what can only be described as uh, an odd father-son relationship. Yep. Um, we get an evil Uno vid package to hype up Uno's loss to Miro. Um, Andrade El Idolo has a vid package letting us know that he is the face of Latino. So Vince, Andrade represents you. So says Andrade. He, I'm okay with that. Face of all Latinos. He That's is a great face. AEW. <laughs> Fantastic face. If he's representing True. all Latinos, Latinos are winning. <laughs> uh, Kenny and Don excuse Tony so they can talk about conspiracy and then call out Jungle Boy. Says that Jungle Boy just doesn't have the balls that Kenny does. Jungle Boy answers the call and they brawl. We got a Mark Sterling and a Jade promo. Uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky respond to Darby and then refer to themselves as the men of the year. And I really hope that's not their tag team name because that's fucking terrible. Um, Archer defeats a jobber. I don't even know if I can say what I put in my notes here. Um, I don't even know what he said, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, we get. I don't feel right saying it because it's Pride Month. All right. Like, I feel like I'm being wrong in referring to the nicknameth or whatever the fuck, uh, Baby Dolph and his group mm-hmm. as Queer Eye for Orange Cassidy. Because they they were talking about giving him a makeover, and if they didn't give him a makeover, they were gonna fuck him up. Like it's that's exactly what I thought. There were five guys there that wanted to give Orange Cassidy a makeover, and the first thing that popped in my head was queer eye for the straight guy. Fair, it's fair enough. Oh man, I think it's funny. Uh, Nyla defeated Layla Hirsch. Uh, Britt then sends a message to Nyla about how she is the greatest women's champion in AEW history. Um, and Nyla's better off flipping burgers and then uh, I did not see the conclusion of this match because I did not give a fuck and I will be spitting it uh, page and 10 versus team tabs 
Do you want to tell me what happened? If anything, who won the match? Was there anything special afterwards? Um, Rick beer together. Ricky. Well, Ricky and Hook came out, and Ricky tried to do the same shit he did at Double or Nothing and throw the title to Cage to use it. And uh, Cage threw it out. Uh, Ricky slapped the shit out of Cage. Cage kind of chased them away, so then it was basically a handicap match at that point. Um, also, there was no... It wasn't a DQ for uh, the trios match. Cutler ate the pin. Good Brothers came out after. I, like, double-checked it because I was like, wait... I thought Cutler lost. I looked away young... for half a second when I looked back. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows were attacking people, and I was like, oh, that must have been a DQ. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, I don't fair consider enough. Brandon Cutler part of the roster, so if he takes a pin, it doesn't really count. So, Okay. True. Also, tonight wasn't live, was it? I have no idea. I don't think it is because Britt Baker's literally in Pittsburgh for the weekend. Well, they, they recorded that vignette prior because they do that all the time where like Tony Schiavone will be in the ring and then he's backstage with someone and then he's on commentary and it's like, do you not have anyone else that can do this job? Like, <laughs> is there no one else that can go in the back? And like, I understand having Tony for Brit because yeah. they have this weird fucking relationship that kind of creeps me out a little bit. Like he wears earrings. She's way too young for him. She flirts with him. He gets a little stiffy. I don't know what's going on. He's a married man. She's got Adam Cole, but the whole dynamic is fucking weird because he's an old pervert, like most men. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I know I normally do the swallows first, but I want to get the spit out of the way. Um, I'm spitting page 10 and team Taz, and it's really the only thing I'm spitting from the show because the rest was fine. I didn't have any problems with it, but here's why. Um, I don't like that after double or nothing, we're still doing adam page versus team taz i don't like that we have this awkward thing that we're doing where it's like you're on a first date and you're shy and you don't know if you should finger a girl or not so you kind of dip your hand down her pants and then you pull it away and you rub her thigh because you you're scared um that they're doing with brian cage where he's not like they've been doing it for months where he's not really with team taz but he hasn't broken away from team taz after Double or Nothing, when this episode of Dynamite came out, or even last week, we absolutely should have had Taz berating Cage for losing and Cage mm -hmm. saying, fuck you guys. And I should be seeing Hobbs versus Cage for the FTW title. Like, that's what we should be doing. And Hangman Adam Page should be far away from this. Not to mention that I don't like that 10 from the Dark Order was Adam Page's tag team partner, but that's neither here nor there. We know how I feel about Adam Page and the Dark Order and their relationship. It's not that's right. True. He's a main eventer. Get him away from those clowns. Neither here nor there. I'm spitting yeah. that because I'm tired of fucking getting teased. Like, tired of them fucking just, just fucking rub the clit. Just fucking rub it. Stop dicking with me. Wow. Matt really feels strongly about this subject. Yes, he does. It's pissing me off. Um, what are you guys swallowing from the show? Uh... What do I want to swallow? That's a good question. Um, the Evil Uno Miro match. Okay. I also just like the fact that they're still trying to like keep it where like Dark Order's trying to get the TNT title back for Brody. Yeah. So like that's something that I'm always gonna love regardless. And Evil Uno's damn good and like doesn't get to show it a lot. 
So I liked that like we got to see Evil Uno in just a singles match because he's mainly tag teams with Stu Grayson, which is fine because they're a great tag team. But seeing Evil Uno get the shot at the title, it felt really good. It was it was all uh, a warm moment, I guess. And I'm actually with you on that. Like, I don't mind the Dark Order existing. Yeah. I don't mind them doing their thing and trying to get the titles back. I just don't want them. You just don't like Hangman. That's and that's understandable because Hangman and, needs to go after Kenny. Thank you. Also, I I hate every single one of you that suggested Alistair Black be the new leader or Braun Strowman be the new leader of the Dark Order. Uh, if I you, haven't seen Braun, but I I didn't we talk about the Alistair Black thing, dude? They need to fucking stop. Like he is yeah. nothing like the Dark Order. Like just because he is a dark character and their name is the Dark Order, they're the most happy, sunshine, fucked up family. <laughs> like they are all comedy who on occasion, like tonight, can prove that they can go in the ring. Mm-hmm. But like, they're the happiest fucking non-dark, dark family in the world. They also don't need a new fucking leader. No, they don't. Brody was the leader. Case in point, uh, John Silver even tweeted, he was like, we don't fucking need a new leader, guys. Like, shut up. And you know how Please. long it took him to type that out with those tiny hands? How fucking really dare long. you? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, man. Uh, I wish my hands were that big. My dick would look huge in them. Um, I want to swallow the Andrade video package, the vignette. I thought that was very well done. They're really making Andrade look like a big star and someone that could be in the is. title picture. Of course he is. He's the face of Latinos. Um, yes. I, I, I think it's just fucking great. I think it's fantastic. I've always been a big fan of Andrade, and I want all my Latinos to be up there, highlighted at the top of the card, and show showcase. So I'm really happy about him, and I'm he's one of the reasons him and Christian are two of the reasons why I'm more invested in AEW now than I was a few weeks back. Fair enough. Fair enough. Also, I know- I know also you Britt said Baker. you've been watching and, and enjoying the show. Yeah, no, Britt Baker's great. Um, I loved her promo. I'm swallowing that. Um, I wonder if Britt has been working with Adam on like working on her mic skills because she wasn't this good in the mic before. And I feel like she's she, gracefully gotten better throughout I was going to say, time. she's been fairly damn good for quite a ever while, since though. she got like first injured and was in the wheelchair she's yep. been killing that, it with yeah, promos that, that i'm talking about from, from when aw started or even before AW, oh i'm sure i'm sure she's yeah. working on her promos with adam cole like yeah man, As, yeah, like, yeah why yeah, wouldn't you jeez man I, I know i wasn't on the show last week but god damn adam cole destroyed karen cross i'm surprised karen cross didn't cry after that Jeez. he probably did just probably off he probably did. Didn't he ask camera like the like the security people to get him out of here to make sure Adam Cole doesn't come back? Something like that. Something. Uh, like we're that. not we're not on NXT. We're on AEW. What do you guys are you guys swallowing anything else from AEW? Uh, that's about it for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm fine with everything else. Everything else is okay. Okay. Uh, what are we spitting from AEW outside of me spitting the main event? And the fact that Angelico had a TV match, uh, because fuck Angelico and fuck Jack Evans, fuck TH2, yeah, they're fuck the Matt most Hardy. Like I swear, like I worthless I can't. motherfuckers. 
Like, that's the one thing. Like, Matt Hardy came out, was trying to talk about how Christian Cage has always been jealous about Matt Hardy making more money than him. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. Christian went and won the NWA title over in Impact Wrestling. He was one of the main guys in Impact. Came back, was an ECW champion. He won the world title. What can you say? He's had a way better career than you, Matt. Shut up. Damn. Tell yeah, me the, how you really feel, man. The, the Jeff Hardy of Edge and Christian outdid you, Matt Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I think that was an insult towards Christian. I don't know how to feel about that. It wasn't an insult towards Christian. It was a backhanded insult towards Jeff Hardy. Okay. But that I'm okay with. That I'm, I'm saying okay that with. Edge is the bigger star between him and Edge and Christian. No matter how much you like Christian or yeah. you like yeah. his in-ring work, Edge is the bigger star. Definitely. Yeah. In my down. opinion, Matt Hardy was always a better Hardy boy, and Jeff Hardy was a one-trick party who just fell off shit, and people loved it. Um, kind of like Darby Allen, which I'm not necessarily spitting this promo. It was just fucking weird because it was weird acting like an emo teenager was like, dad, I need to go out there and prove myself. And mm-hmm. you have to let me do this. And things like, no, son, I love you. And I'm proud of you. And you don't need to prove anything. And he's like, dad, just let me fucking do this on my own. Uh, I'm going to go listen yeah. to fallout boy. Like, I mean, that's Darby's kind of thing. He kind of gives off like emo vibes and shit, you know? That's because he is. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I didn't personally like it. I also, I'm going to spit also like a Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page's promo because I, I don't know what's going on with this whole feud between all four of them, but I don't like any of it. I like Scorpio Sky and I love Ethan Page and I think they could be doing something different, better single stars away from each other away from darby away from sting okay there um you guys spit anything else mm, not me no overall aw spit or swallow gargle this one i'm i'm, I'm gonna swallow it it's still a, a pretty damn good show i'm gonna i'm gonna gargle as well um i wasn't blown away by anything specifically other than the inner circle stuff was fun which we i do want to swallow like them destroying the limo like oh yeah i completely forgot that happened yeah, yeah i want to swallow <laughs> that, that too <laughs> but other than that like nothing really and then like you said the mural match was good but like nothing really blew my skirt up stood out like from this week where i'm gonna be like what I love the way you say stuff. You say it all about, like like you didn't just say what you just said and want expect us to just like move past it. What is wrong with saying nothing blew my skirt up? I I don't think I've ever heard that like a conversation before. I loved it. it. I've it never heard that. Language. Absolutely a phrase. I believe you. I just I haven't heard yeah, it. Yeah, I just haven't heard it, and I haven't heard okay. it from you. Okay. Uh, also, I, before we sign off, I want to spit everything Kenny Omega this week. I thought it was terrible. His promo was bad. Fair enough. Um, I am okay. a little disappointed. Like, I don't. Can do either of you know how this match with Moose on Saturday is happening? Like, is it on Fight TV? Is it on Impact? Like, where can we watch it? Like, any info? I have no idea. They didn't plug in at all. Kenny Omega is defending the Impact and TNA Championship this Saturday against Moose, and they didn't say shit about it on the show. They never do. They never say anything about like him on Impact or anything. 
unless there's like oh yeah i have all of the titles it's fucking it it is one of the things that drives me nuts if you're going to have him go to other companies and grab shit acknowledge the other companies if he's going to have matches against people in other companies fucking plug that shit isn't he supposed to have a match with andrade for the triple a title i mean andrade challenged him for that but now that he's from what my understanding he is all elite he is signed he is, yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to have that match or if it's going to lead to a program with him for the AEW yeah. title. So. Yeah, because no, Andrade I, I, challenged him before he got signed, right? I yes. think they, I think AAA do want to get the title off of Kenny and put it on an actual Mexican. So I think Andrade <laughs> would be a guy that they want. And from what I understand, Andrade is still, still signed with AAA. So he's still going to work with AAA. So I yeah, I mean, they, a lot of the wrestlers are they have like the will to go kind of wherever they want yeah john moxley fucking goes and does death matches in gcw for shits and giggles like <laughs> that's true I, I think that's great to be honest like i'm then not matt a fan Car- of them then matt but- cardona pretends to be john moxley and goes and does death matches in gc or probably is going to do a death match in gcw like, he's gonna probably. do a death match yeah um yeah no so gargle gargle swallow correct mm-hmm. yes all yes, right yes, yes. where we go next nxt or raw uh nxt yeah, let's save uh, the hard one for last. Mm-hmm. Um, Oni defeats Austin Theory. Pete and Johnny can't help but fight at ringside and get tossed. Um, LA Knight promo with two girls in his house. It's basically a PG stepdaughter porn trailer. Um, he's in the fucking shower, and then there are just these women who apparently are his servants, which I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. And then they're like hanging out in a hot tub with him. And the whole time, I, like he looks at least 10 years older than these women if not 15 and the whole time uh-huh. i'm thinking like this is your stepdaughter and her friend and we are going to get somewhere but wait this is wwe so this trailer is going to end before anything good happens um we got the return of doc hendrix which by the way i heard he refused to revive this character for in your house last year triple h tried to get him to do it and he fought it and fought it and fought it so now michael ps hayes has revived his character doc hendrix which he did use around the time of the original in your house pay-per-views uh to plug in your house uh which is this sunday we got a santos promo interrupted by reed who said that he squashed him last week and then msk provide backup legato leaves um we're gonna get a six-man tag team match winner takes all um hit row head to the ring as legato's leaving and talk shit to msk and reed also msk and reed have us watch a replay of Bronson Reed just squashing Santos Escobar like a bug from last week. Um, Swerve defeats Killian Dane. Candace is really, really, really upset about Poppy. Um, and Indy goes looking for Dexter, which does not fucking end well. Um, we get a Cameron Grimes vignette where also he has girls, but they do not seem nearly as interested in him um, as LA Knight's stepdaughter did in him. Um <laughs> Zaylee oh, jumps Mercedes before her match, and then she squashes an enhancement talent. Um, so apparently Zaya didn't really do shit to her. Um, we got a Brizongo interview where they talk shit about Walter and Imperium. Um, because I guess despite Alexander Wolf being fired and jumped out of Imperium, that's still a thing. Um, Ted DiBiase calls out LA Knight and Grimes for a big announcement and at take over in your house we are going to get a ladder match for the million dollar championship which vince and i called very early on um 
we're not going to do predictions, but I, on this one, I do want to say my money is on LA Knight. I feel like he fits the uh, million dollar championship mold a lot better than Cameron Grimes and is going to look better with that title than Cameron Grimes will. I think they're going to put it on Knight. Um, GYV defeat Gray and Jiro. Uh, Champa and Thatcher take seats ringside. GYV says they're done. Champa says you got to go through me. And next week we're getting a tornado tag team match. Uh, yep. Candace calls out Poppy, but Poppy didn't come out alone. She brought out backup in the returning EO Shirai, and Candace was not happy about that. Um, Ember versus Dakota Kai. Gonzalez attacks but gets left laying after she gets hit with an eclipse. Cross, Dunn, Cole, O'Reilly, and Gargano all brawl. Uh, with Adam Cole standing tall at the end of it. Jesus, man. Like, what are we Which means he's, he's not going to no, win the title now. No, no, that's the cardinal rule. You never hold the title before the pay per view. Jesus. Uh, <coughs> what are we swallowing? I want to swallow the two vignettes from Grimes and LA Knight. I thought they were entertaining for what they were, they were fine whatever i thought they were funny it's it was they were what they were man i enjoyed it was the worst part of this entire story they've told they were stupid and cheesy they had women as servants again it was like a pg porn trailer and i was super disappointed because i've seen way better on pornhub uh there's no reason that with two women in the house he should have been in that shower by himself that's all i'm saying so i'll be spitting that Continue. I'm also uh, spinning it because it was fucking weird, but whatever. Then, uh, then the whole presentation, like the whole million dollar face off with like LA Knight Grimes, the presentation of the title, it being a ladder match, I thought that added more stakes to that match that I already had and made it for me one of the must watch matches of this Sunday's pay per view. And I think that's going to also help mask a little bit of uh, LA Knight's in ring stuff, it being a ladder yeah. match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm for that. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll swallow that with you. I'm the presentation of the million dollar title, which you and I have been talking about for weeks, is something that needed to happen. Was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ladder looked dope because it's a special like million dollar ladder for the million dollar title, and that was mm-hmm. the first thing they unveiled. Um, I've enjoyed outside of these two vignettes the entire story leading up to this. Um. I'm looking forward to what's going to happen after LA Knight wins the million dollar championship and see where Cameron Grimes goes. Maybe he'll Honestly, come out with a Bitcoin title or like a Doge. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like my billion heart, dollar champion. <laughs> my heart's with uh, Cameron Grimes. I really want him to win that title. However, LA Knight would be a great choice to be million dollar champion. Like you said, Matt, it fits that role. I I wouldn't be disappointed with either men winning is what I'm trying to get at. Okay, let me ask you. Have you seen the million dollar title? Yes. Do you know every time Cameron Grimes takes that title on and off, how much body hair is going to be ripped off that man? Maybe that's the goal is to trim down on the body hair. You think with his little spa day and his vignette, he might have got waxed for his match, but no. Maybe. Hey, what if he shows up at, in your house with a completely weight a wax body? That would be so fucking weird, dude. So <laughs> weird. And please, God, don't give him an Otis and shave his beard off. Please, yeah. God, because I don't know how he would look without a beard, but I'm scared to find out. 
No, yeah, no, no. I think I Cameron don't look good Grimes, without a beard. Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee has always been that kind of hairy guy. Uh, like I said, these these guys are gonna kill. It. I think this is gonna be a, one of the better matches of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, I we didn't even talk about it. One thing that I want to swallow, um, the saga of index because Dexter Loomis <laughs> presented Poppy with a picture that he drew. She gave him a hug, and then mid-hug, in comes Indy and finds Dexter hugging Poppy. <laughs> and the look on both Regal's face and Triple H's face, along with Dexter Loomis's face, fucking priceless. Poor Dexter, poor Indy, just can't seem to get it together. And this yeah. also led to the promo from Candace about how Poppy's a home wrecker and all of the fun stuff that led to Yoshirai returning, which I'm also swallowing. So I, I want to swallow that too because Triple H was over here like acting like an idiot, not knowing how like like technology works. I'm like, so you telling me with a click of a button, your like your new album would be like your it'll be out on everywhere, Spotify. I didn't know that. Really? I know you just go on your phone and push a button and your shit just draw like I didn't know she had her album on like I figured like producers and shit handled that like maybe if she hit send and told them to drop it like that i could see but i didn't know like she could just drop an album from her fucking phone i mean we technically can do that with the podcast you have to edit it and upload it and travis does it from a computer not his phone so and i don't i think it's more than just a click of a button but neither here nor there i I will say um are you guys familiar with afro man Yes. Yeah. And the song Colt 45. Yes. So every you don't know Colt 45? What? You uncultured motherfucker. Everybody knows that goddamn song. I don't even smoke and I listened to that when I was like 12. Come on, Vince. Colt 45, two zigzags, baby, that's all we need. Go to the park park, after dark. I only know of Afro Man. And I know because I got high and that's it. Ah, oh, you suck. Boo. Boo this man. So anyway, <laughs> they kept clipping the picture of Dexter hugging Poppy with that shocked look on his face. And I didn't want to post it on Twitter because I felt like I would get like somebody would take it out of context and I get backlash or whatever. But every time I saw that picture, the exact line from Colt 45 that popped into my head was she whooped out a dick that was bigger than mine. It was oh. Like, didn't we talk about this? He hugged her and like he felt it on his leg, and he's like, "That's what uh, I was. That's what I saw." Um, maybe I'm just fucked up. I mean, you are, but that's why we love you. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, "Yeah, she whooped out a dick that was bigger than mine." Anyway, um, Vince, that's your homework. You gotta go listen to that one. Yeah, this is no, over. I will. You are will. not allowed on the 200th episode unless you can at least sing me the chorus to Colt 45. I will I kick you I, off the 200th episode. I don't, you have I don't a like week to, to sing, listen man. to one song. A week to listen to like one to song. Don't you don't have to sing it. You just have to recite the chorus to one song. Cool. I, I don't even, like I said, I don't even smoke. I've never smoked. I, whatever. <clears throat> but I literally listened to that song a few weeks ago when I was driving around with my friend. We like had it blasting. Because that's like a song I listen to all the time as a kid. I shouldn't have, but you know, here we are. Um, are we swallowing anything else from NXT? Uh, the GYV Champa shit, Ember v Kai. Uh, um, that was all good. I want to swallow the whole like Legato getting the 
when it takes all match i thought that was great i really hope they get all the titles even though i love msk but no, i'm rooting for them because msk hasn't done shit as tag team champions and i try to tell yep. you when they won the belts that it was too early and they shouldn't have done it and it's gonna be so much better because don't get me wrong i love bronson reed and mm-hmm. shout out to all my south australians he's a in my opinion a transitional champion there's not a whole yes. lot for bronson <laughs> after this but there's a lot for legato <clears throat> so yeah. um I mean, I want MSK to win just because I fucking love them, and I just wanted to win because I like them. I didn't care about the after effect. I yeah, just but they've been they shit win. champions, so get the belts off and put it on Legato where we can have some fun. We can still have fun with MSK. They're not, though. Like, they did one fun thing with Beth Phoenix one week where they ate popcorn. Like, that was it. Yeah. That, was, that was fun. That was that the was peak fun. MSK, and they weren't even champions when that shit happened. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, are we spitting anything from NXT this week? Um, Karrion Cross, he's not hitting for me anymore. I think I think I tried. I, I like the I like the entrance. I like the gimmick and theory and everything. But I, I was listening to the podcast last week. And I'm like, like bro, it just it doesn't. It's not hitting for me. It's just it's not connecting. And I feel like they need to get the title off of him and put it on someone else when they were doing like the uh discount triple h thing where he had like the jean jacket and he was just fucking people up like that was fun she kept doing that yeah i don't know why we got away from that we put him in like a button-up shirt and fucking pants and why yep. scarlet's not talking for him anymore like you gave him a mic for some reason and then you gave him a mic again like stop doing that <laughs> stop doing that let him be yeah, they should have just quiet <laughs> angry badass they should just treat him like fucking brock lesnar yeah that's it I don't know. Um, I'm gonna spit the Brizongo Walter shit because like it was there. Yeah, it was the worst part yeah. of the show. Are we spitting or swallowing NXT as a whole? I'm gonna swallow it. I mean, gonna, I don't think I've ever seen I'm gonna gargle it. <laughs> gargle, okay. Ember Moon got retribution for the greatest <laughs> woman's wrestler on there the NXT go. roster, Shotzi Blackheart. By hitting an eclipse and laying out the giant. <laughs> and you're going to gar no, you can gargle on the side. That's fine. How f- I was gonna say, don't yell at me, Jesus. <laughs> I'm all like I know she's not gonna win, but I am all for Ember winning this weekend. Like I will not be mad if it happens. It's not going to, but no. I'm all for it. Yeah, it's not going to, but go avenge, drink. go avenge my black heart. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, well, I mean, it could happen if Dakota Kai turns on Gonzalez. I don't I see like, that yeah. happening, and everyone keeps saying that. It's like they're they both still heels. Yeah, it, both maybe. Not happen. Maybe if Giant Gonzalez was turning babyface, yeah, possibly. But she's it not. Like they were turning babyface for a minute once they won the Dusty Classic. But man, one, I don't week. Know. One, one week, one week, literally one, a week. Yeah, literally a week, which is weird. Not for WWE. <laughs> All right, so I, I I have something special planned for you for the end of Raw um, because a lot of people didn't like it. I personally did, but uh, let's get into Monday Night Raw. We kick it off. Uh, there's a tag team battle royal. AJ comes out, discusses all of the competitors. Riddle babbles and then gets told to shut up. Uh, Miz and Morrison decide that even though... So this tag team battle royal, first off, only one half of the Lucha House Party is in it because the other half is injured. And then Morrison joins the tag team battle royal as one half of Miz and Morrison, even though he is injured. Um, 
Viking Raiders win, thank God, because I really thought it was going to be fucking RK Bro, and I was going to be super upset. Yeah, um, they're getting there, man. They're getting close to those titles. It's sh- happening. Stop it. I'm going to Bobby yeah, and the groupies are still celebrating. Like, just this is a nonstop party. And here's the thing <laughs> we do a contract signing later in the night where Drew comes out, and Drew brings out a really big sword, and Bobby brings out a party. And I'm trying to understand how I'm not supposed to be rooting for the man that brings the party over the man who plays with his sword. Like, I mean, um, it's a big sword. Yeah, but he's the only one handling it. If, if Drew McIntyre had taken his sword and like handed it to the groupies and been like, here, check out my sword. You want to touch it? Like I might've been able to get behind Drew, but instead he put it through a fucking table all angrily and then scared the girls. Like who wants that guy at a party? Who wants the guy to come to the party? Okay, Vince, fine. <laughs> who wants to invite the guy to the party that's going to fucking put a sword through a table and ruin the vibe? Nobody. Unless that's the vibe you're going for. That's no one's vibe at the party, Vince. <laughs> Um, Nobody's vibe. Charlotte complains about losing to Nikki, she even though technically she didn't lose, according to Travis. Um, and she then gets it. mad at Se- Sonya and Adam. Rhea shows up, and they get forced into a can they coexist tag team match against uh, Nikki and a partner of her choosing, which was going to be Asuka because there was really nobody else. Like, yeah, it could have been Naomi, but re- realistically, there was nobody else. Um, almost eats the victory turkey leg while AJ talks shit to the Viking Raiders. Elias talks shit about Riker. Riker tries to jump in from behind and botches it. Um, and then their match ends by count out when Elias bails. And again, don't understand why I'm supposed to root for Riker in this match because he's angry that Elias doesn't want to be his friend. Um, Drew and Bobby contract signing we talked about uh Seamus who has got a busted face and I'm sure Vince has a lot to say about what Berto did to Seamus's face how dare they he was the face of America damn it and they ruined it and they fractured it Seamus is out to watch Rico versus Berto he is pissed it ends up being a double count out and uh then he's happy because nobody won MVP was impressed by Kofi this was probably the best part of the show was the interaction between Kofi and MVP where he's like, bro, you let Kofi Mania die. Like, that was on you. I was I was for it. I loved it. Like, you let that shit die. And then Kofi got super <laughs> offended. Uh, doesn't like how MVP was speaking to him, which I, I also understand. Um, <laughs> Ali tells Mansoor that he's not ready for Gulak to fight dirty. Jeff Hardy defeats Cedric Alexander for some reason. Uh, Nikki and Asuka defeat Rhea and Charlotte. Gulak loses to Mansoor because apparently Mansoor was ready for Gulak anyway. Um, we get more RK Bro nonsense that I didn't even take time to talk about. I just wrote RK, or RK Bro nonsense because fuck Matt Riddle. Um, I think it was the trash can thing and whatever yeah. dumb shit they did. Yeah. Um, Kofi defeats Riddle because he's dumb and doesn't listen. Randy told him to finish it, and he wanted to be extra, and extra got him kicked in the face, and it made me happy. Mm-hmm. Um. Shayna and Nia argue. Nia wants to help Shayna. Shayna is angry. Then we get the Alexis playground. And this is where the IWC was probably the most divided on anything in Raw. As a horror movie fan and a fan of B-horror movies and bad horror movies, I loved this because Shayna takes Lily 
and steps on her and throws her on the ground. Uh, Alexa attacks and throws some damn good punches on Shayna, gets tossed out of the ring. And then as Shayna is trying to leave, Pyro is going off. She's basically chased into a locker room. And then when she gets in there, the doll is in there and the doll is haunting her. And she can see the doll in the mirror and all of these things that everyone's like, oh, this is cheesy. This is stupid. This is fucking horror movies. Like it was a B horror movie. And yeah, as an indie a horror movie. B horror movie fan, I fucking loved it. Everyone else seemed to hate it. I don't get it. Uh, I didn't care for it. Uh, I was I didn't hate it, but I wasn't like into it. The one way I'd be very into it is if next week she comes out like possessed or something by Lily or whatever. That's like if you're gonna be ridiculous, lean into the ridiculousness of it. But keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't. Why wow, this just playing? Uh, this should have been playing during the whole segment. It would have made it so much better. You know what? You know how you were able to get uh, someone to go and play the Godfather's theme with Lash's entrance. See if someone can play this with the whole like segment. If we're able to do that, I don't know how much of that I can play without Travis getting. A, you know, I already did the Chameleonaire thing, so like I don't want to get mm-hmm. Travis. I don't want to get a strike on YouTube and have them cut our audio out. So. Um, too late yeah probably too late but uh, yeah, no, like, <laughs> that would have been perfect to play during that like ash nico halloween e3 matt loves ash nico i do uh i don't know man it it, it was what it was like the segment was what it was uh are you spitting anything or swallowing anything from monday night raw i mean i'm swallowing the alexa shit because like i said i loved it but mm-hmm. anything uh... else I'm gonna go ahead and swallow the Kofi MVP interaction. Just, just that alone was like the best thing on Raw, and two that just kind of reinforced the belief that Kofi should have won that match last week, because the story between Kofi versus Bobby Lashley and MVP would have been way better than whatever the fuck they're gonna do with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. It's sure. literally, it's literally feels, it's getting to the point where it feels like Shinsuke versus Nakamura. I mean, Shinsuke versus Corbin. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just we should title the. I was gonna say we should title the show Shinsuke versus Nakamura. <laughs> Please. And use a and use a um Dexter Loomis's face like blown up. His, yeah, his facial reaction Vin- with Triple H. Wasn't that the that is the picture that you are petitioning to be the? Yeah, yes, I will yes. send that to Travis. Um, I will think of a clever name that involves Dexter Loomis um, for our title. So Travis uses that, but I also feel like both the Shayna Baszler thing and um, the Cesaro Seth Rollins door opening are all good options for, you have a lot of good options for a thumbnail this week. Yes. So uh, we'll see. If I was doing a podcast, I would, I would know, but you know, here we are. Well, we'll, we'll talk more about how you don't podcast anymore. Don't worry about that. Um, Nikki and Rhea, or Nikki and Asuka beating Rhea and Charlotte, like eh, Nikki got to no. win. I mean, we stand Nikki Cross, but I'm I'm spitting the fucking coexisting bullshit they have been doing the entire like ever since the pandemic started at least 
Mm-hmm. They've been doing this whole bullshit where the women's champ and the number one contender for her title have to try and coexist and be forced in tag Sasha teams. And, and Bianca. Uh, who else did they do this with? I feel like they've, they've they done did, it with everybody. They did it with Oscar and Charlotte at one point. Mm-hmm. And, and then afterwards, they became a Rhea and Oscar. Rhea and Oscar. Rhea, Rhea and Charlotte. Just Bianca and Sasha. I just said that. They've, whatever. I'm just saying they constantly are doing it and it's fucking stupid and they don't need yeah. to do it anymore. It's yeah. the one thing WWE has that fucking they just like to do like remember when like for three or four weeks or whatever we were getting like a two out of three falls match every every show? Yeah. 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 It's it's the one thing it's gonna constantly piss me off because it doesn't need to happen. Like we get it. They don't like each other. Don't try and force them in a fucking tag team just because you want to see them brawl. Mm-hmm. Okay. They forced Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns into a hell in a cell because that's the pay per view. Which is I mean, so dumb. I, I hate how <laughs> they true. have to set up two or three hell in a cells just because the pay per view is hell in a cell. Just give mm-hmm. us hell in a cells at other pay per views. I just want to not to go thinking. back to SmackDown, but real quick, has Rey Mysterio ever been in a hell in a cell match or is this his first? You tweeted this and I don't. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I feel like he has been in the hell in a cell. I. It might be elimination chamber that I'm thinking of, but I can't um, recall. Are we swallowing anything else from Raw? Nope. Are we spitting anything from Raw? I'm gonna spit the ending segment. I I didn't care for it, but I'm still spitting it. Um, I'm also gonna spit RK Bro. That was just for that. I'm swallowing RK Bro. Okay, now you're definitely getting muted. Now Mute you're him again. muted. Me and again. Um, <laughs> I'm spitting RK, bro. Uh, Vince, you are fully in your right to not enjoy um, the nuance and great storytelling that was the end of the show. I understand that it takes a certain level of intelligence to enjoy something that we saw like the end of that show. So Stop stealing um, Travis's lines. That's what he says about The Office. Exactly, and it's true in both cases, so why would I not apply it here? No, 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 no. Disagree. Anyway, uh, I'm spitting everything RK bro because fuck Matt Riddle. I'm also going to spit uh, Jeff Hardy getting a win over Cedric because why did we have all of this happen with Shelton and Cedric for Cedric to take the pin to fucking Jeff Hardy who has done nothing but been on main event? Like, the fuck? Um, Spit everything in Lies Jackson Riker related. Yes. Yep. True. I don't really want to talk about it. Just wanted to make sure people know I wanted to spit it. I'll swallow Viking Raiders winning because thank God it wasn't RK bro. And hey, good for Viking Raiders. They're back. In yeah, the- good for Kyle and Kevin for getting a win. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, right. Exactly. Kyle and Kevin. That, d- tell me I'm wrong. You can't. It's there. It's there. It's, it's there. They're, they're literally. It's literally Kyle and Kevin. Ironic. It's there, no. like the penis in my background that finally got moved. <laughs> finally, somebody touched that penis. Uh, we spit or swallowing raw. Unless you guys got anything else you want to spit, because I feel like we could spit the majority of the show. I'm spitting the show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're spitting raw. All right. So we spit raw. Um, favorite show of the week? NXT, probably, for me. 
between the legato stuff between the ember raquel match between the dexter stuff the million dollar championship stuff and the main event adam cole just wrecking everyone and murdering them on the mic uh he didn't really wreck everyone he wrecked carrying cross at the end after cross wrecked everyone but that's that's what I meant. But he did wreck everybody the week prior, like, like the. But we're not talking about last week. We're not swallowing or spitting last week. We're spitting or swallowing this week. Everything that Adam Cole did, the whole closing segment, Adam Cole like made that segment amazing. Like, I thought I I thought the whole show was like swallow worthy. Katie, favorite show of the week. I'm gonna say Dynamite. It just because I don't know. I felt like there was a lot more i liked on this show compared to everything else i mean there was a lot of good stuff on yeah. you know besides raw because raw's trash 90 percent of the time um but there was good stuff on every show i just i personally liked a lot more stuff on dynamite this week and i'm gonna say smackdown because i don't want to have to you know choose between the two of you even though i i would choose nxt because i think nxt was the better show over dynamite but uh overall roman reigns and the usos is the best thing going in wrestling right yeah. now so definitely and they had a lot of good filler they only had one bad thing on smackdown and yeah so fair i'm gonna go smackdown yeah all right uh katie i guess you i guess you could tell us where we can find you on twitter until uh the she leech showcase comes if that ever happens and if you ever you know aren't just guest hosting on a podcast again I miss podcasting. I literally told this to Kyle. I went from doing at least three shows a week to none on the drop of a dime. It's killing me. And now you're um, here. And now I'm here. And I'll probably be on next week. So it's something. Um, What, Vince? No, nothing. I was like, yeah, you always have a home here. Like, whenever you want to come on, by all means. Oh, thank you, Vince. If she, if she ever decided to leave, she would have to bring Savannah with her. I'm not doing a four-person show. She'd end up over at YK Wrestling. Yeah, sorry guys. I was gonna say Rick has dibs, so he he's does. Been, he's been scouting her for a while. No, I, I meant like like I wasn't trying to recruit her or finesse her away. From you her. said you always have a home here. That's exactly what that means, Vince. That's that's finessing. All right, Bruno Mars, calm down. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> I was just saying you're free to come over and do a podcast with us whenever you want. And even Talk if he about- didn't say that, it's my call. So. Doesn't say I listen to Matt, not you. Sorry, Vince. I have some say, doesn't mean it gets listened to. Very minuscule. Now, when you say dumb shit like I'm swallowing RK Bro and spitting (laughs) electric, and you get muted. Why why is it that Travis doesn't get muted for liking it, but I get muted? Travis almost got muted for liking it. I I was was right there. I'm mad that he didn't get muted. I felt like there was. He almost did. I could sense it. He actually gave a concise reason as to why he liked it, and also admitted that he understands why I hate it. Whereas you just said, "I'm gonna like RK Bro because fuck you for muting me." So that's that's how that went, Vince. Today, today. But overall, I have liked the progression. I've actually been enjoying it. But I know why you don't like it. Me and McGann. Uh, oh yeah so you can find me on twitter at katie raslin 13 w-r-a-s-s-l-i-n i don't tweet often but you know i do occasionally i i guess you can still follow the show on twitter at smackerel pod youtube.com slash smackerel podcast 
It's we're on a hiatus. It's going through its emo phase where it like oh. blanks out every like the profile picture. Listen, that wasn't my idea. Clearly, we're going through a revamp. Um, going through a Darby Allen phase. Yeah, we're going through <laughs> me in high school, basically. And hey. we'll be back soon. I say this every time I come on a podcast. We'll be back soon. Um, we'll back for a Smack Raw podcast or the debut of Dungeons Dungeons After Dark. That's the question. Probably that. At this fucking rate. I was going to say, Smack Raw podcast will be back far before Dungeons After Dark makes its debut officially and far before that Dragon Ball podcast that you guys just can't get your shit together to do ever happens. I'm, sorry. I'm not involved in that one. It's not me. Or before the, the, the four shows end up doing the super show, but... Yeah, it's not going to happen. As, it's going to fucking happen. I'm. It's my mission now. I'm not doing anything else. I need the super show to happen. I'm mostly free at this time of night. Any night. You just tell me when. It's fucking it's Justin's the, either not free or Reek's not free. Like, that's not on me. Tell them to get better I jobs. Know. I, it's all Reek's fault always. I'll just blame him. It's fine. He's he so salty after this episode between us giving him shit in the beginning and now at the end. Um, yeah, it's fine. Anything else you want to plug? Um, no. <laughs> Vince. Uh, as always, you guys can follow me on all social media platforms at SES Vince. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Pod. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, Matt does some great, great work over at Matt Ritter on twitter uh and gives me content for the instagram what about facebook what about yeah. facebook you did no 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 what about no keep facebook? going vince uh, no no are you gonna get this down you I refuse follow to me at matt ritter that is at m-a-t-t-r-i-d-d-e-r on twitter not instagram go check out smack and raw pod on instagram also you can check out at smack and raw pod on twitter still trying to get those numbers up i'm only sitting like 172 because you guys Start. We gotta get the numbers like we get them over on Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub. we'll talk about that here in a second, Vince. Stop distracting me. Also, go follow The Creation World. Right. That is at T-H-E-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World on Twitter and Instagram. Also, Creation World uh, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Creation World. Also, you guys can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Groups slash Smackin' It Raw. And if you are into the DCCW Universe. We have a group over on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Super Flash Year of Tomorrow. Mara and Travis are still doing that podcast. So everywhere you guys find this podcast, you guys can go look up Super Flash Year of Tomorrow and go check that out if you're into it. Um, and Creation World's got a bunch of other shit. Like we have um, Game of Thrones podcast that if you ever want to do a rewatch, you can listen to that and go back through that. Uh, Creation Conversation. Um, you guys can check us out on Twitch. Uh, twitch.tv slash creation world where kobe pointer travis's little nephew is apparently killing it over there um in some first person shooters so go check that out as well now for the business at hand next week is our 200th episode as i said at the beginning of the episode not only is it our 200th episode but it's basically our four-year anniversary we are going to throw a party we will probably talk about wrestling but it's not going to be in this format i'm inviting the majority of the podcasters that we have had the privilege to work with over the last year, year and a half to come on and celebrate how awesome I've been for the last four years and also give Vince and Travis a pat on the back for, you know, best supporting characters. Um, (laughs) We're going to throw a fucking party. It's going to be fun. 
uh, should be entertaining as all hell. So please check that out. Uh, we'll also be celebrating the fact that despite our low YouTube numbers, because you guys have not gone to Linktree, that is linktr.ee slash creation world, clicked on the YouTube and then click the subscribe like I've been asking for, oh, I don't know, a year now. Um, and all I want you to do is subscribe. Like you don't have to yeah. do the extra shit Vince was asking you to just go. No, no, I, I stopped asking. Yeah, I know. Much. Just subscribe. Um, over on Pornhub, we have officially six point one thousand fucking views, and to me that is the coolest thing because Pornhub is my baby. Vince may call himself Pornhub Poppy, but I am the father of wrestling podcasts on Pornhub. This was all the my idea, and I think it is fucking dope. So thank you guys for the support over there. Thank you to our 18 subscribers who thought it would be a great idea to not look at porn and watch me and Vince or me and Travis talk wrestling along with all of our great guest hosts. So we do appreciate that, guys. Come check us out next week for the 200th episode. I think it's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Um, you guys got to bang that one out. You're on the couch. On that casting couch behind you, casting couch, yeah, that's actually where I'm gonna record the 200th episode. So I'm gonna uh, put it on the coffee table and I'm actually sit on my casting couch for the next right. with the white walls and everything, it'll be perfect. Mm, gross. It's yeah. the dream, man. It's the dream. Just don't turn the black light on. I don't want to see how dirty that couch is. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, thank you. For Pornhub yeah, <laughs> Coffee, Daddy Delgado, my co host, oh, Vince, man. and for Cool Katie, Katie, baby. I won't. Can do we dub her Cool Katie? Can we give her another nickname? No, I don't. No, I don't want Cool, cool Katie. Katie. That one's cool. stupid. No, the boo that. vetoed. You don't. Nope. Mm-mm. I enjoyed Kinder Caretaker. I thought that was a good one. Uh, that was a new one. That caught me off guard. I liked it. Yeah. So, uh, for Daddy Delgado, for Katie, Katie, baby. I am the Warden Matt Ritter. This has been episode one ninety nine of the Smack and Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Hell yeah. There you go. Bye.